Welcome to the Free Idea Podcast. This is it. This is what you're waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you've been waiting for. Another podcast full of hot air. Nothing. Empty. Everything you ever wanted. Pure. Delicious. Entertainment. I know. On the topic of today, what grinds my gears? Well, I tell you what doesn't grind my gears. A job that treats you well. Which happened today. Won't say what, how, but it happened today. And my job treated me well, and I got a lot of respect for it. An incredible, incredible amount of respect that I don't feel like talking anything negative about it. I don't think I ever have, other than I kill roaches for a living with a master's degree. That's the only negative I have to say. But other than that, they treat me pretty well. And I treat their customers even better. So that's good. Win-win. But yeah, works that treat you good and then jobs that treat you bad. I was watching this Kitchen Nightmares. In YouTube, what is this guy? Gordon Ramsay or Gordon Ramsay's this guy that is a chef and he goes to this one that the video is called something like the biggest Karen that he has ever seen. A boy eats a couple that cannot take any sort of criticism, nothing at all. But what stole the show is that the couple end up firing this great employee. She's a server. And she does just fantastic work, but <laughs> they just fire her because she had um, one little comment or like a little bit of attitude, which is like a blessing compared to what she has been going on her entire, I don't know how long she worked there, a month and a half. Like I'm sure she's survived more horrible stuff. And she says one thing back and it's not even... A bad thing at all <laughs> and they blow up on her face and end up firing her and later too like maybe 15 letters 15 minutes maybe five minutes later i don't know it almost seemed like uh let out all my anger on this employee because i'm angry and i have nowhere else to put this anger so here you go take my anger and get out of this kitchen fire you're fired basically but anyway she was treated bad like she's a server and they're supposed to get tips and the couple was taking all those tips and keeping it for themselves so she didn't earn any tips and then the reason why she didn't earn any tips is because she didn't work good enough according to the owner like oh boy nothing is good enough to this guy And that is not the reason to take her paycheck. That is terrible, terrible bossing right there. It's so easy to be a good boss, to just be like, good job, you did good. Keep doing the good work. Helping out a bit, teaching them some tips, like tactics, styles, strategies, whatever. So easy to be good at job. But nope, not for this guy. For this guy is tough. And it's easier to fire the employee. (laughs) 
and everybody in the comment section was just happy that in a way she got fired because she's not going to be in that toxic uh, place and yes there are toxic jobs out there and people put up with them for far too long mostly because they're young and they don't know there's better out there or for whatever reason right they don't know and i've been in one of those situations <laughs> oh with a yeah i was bad it was bad. Selling phones. This guy, narcissistic, didn't know how to train. Just threw me into the fire. And then I got nervous in front of customers. And then and then he like blow up in front of the customers. And the customer even was scared. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'll purchase this thing. Just to, you know, make the boss happy. And I'm like, no, no, you don't have to purchase it. You sure? You don't have to purchase it? And like the dude was like, yeah, well, it was bad. I don't want to go through more detail than that. Not because I care about the public listening, but because it makes me cringe. Cringe so bad. It was bad. Bad, bad. And when I left that job, I did not look back. I had a lot of um, allergies right now. Yeah, I did not look back. Fuck that job. And that horrible boss. It is what it is, you know? It's life. It's life. I didn't know I was too young. I should have quit. And I, in fact, did quit. Now that I remember, I did. With a text message. Which is the first... Uh, first of the time that I quit with a text message. I don't recommend it, but some people deserve it. That one did. The other one, I just worked there for like two days. So it didn't count, honestly. <laughs> But man, there's some terrible bosses. On the other hand, I had a good boss that would let me eat some of the product that we sold because we were selling food. And once in a while, he would let me just grab something for free. Well, not once in a while. He always let me grab anything for free, which was pretty cool. I just didn't abuse of it. I barely ever um did that instead what i would do is at the end of my shift i would purchase a bunch of that food and then bring it home it was good great and he would also let me uh take drinks uh like sodas or sometimes they sold chocolate milk so i i drank that it was good good boss i mean just because he showed that appreciation to the employee because, of course, bosses already pay us and it's coming out of their profits. Well, part of burning a business. But it doesn't cost them much to just give you something like the freedom to grab something. It's a risk, I know, because there could be an employee who abuses of it. But most of them don't, like I did. I didn't abuse. And maybe the product is worth a dollar. Maximum is $3 back in the day when money was actually worth money. Now it's worth nothing. Now you would have to spend, what, $8 to $10 to have lunch. Back then, $5 was great. Oh, Kit Kats, they're fighting, playing. Yeah, so you just 
let's say you you pay your workers an extra five dollars but you make their day they're gonna be the happiest and they're gonna be so proud of working in that place because they feel like someone actually cares that, that they show up every day and that they work every day and whatever happens they're out there working right i know we all have to have jobs no running away from it i wish but i can't we all need a job and if you're in high school or college you will eventually need a job unless you're rich uh, from a rich parents with a rich history of family money other than that off to the coal mines with you a job is waiting for you and it's not gonna be a nice one at first uh, at least that's my experience with people i've seen and myself the first jobs are very physical and then people move on and do more things with their brain Depends, right? What career you pick? Depends. But most people start jobs such as dishwasher, <laughs> clerks, uh, or McDonald's, things like that. Fast food, right? <clears throat> <clears throat> so I know there's people that had good bosses that have convinced you to stick it up, stay in the job, and do more. Then there are those experiences you've had when you had a terrible boss and you just quit bye bye no matter how long you've been working there bye no matter how much you need the money you're gone and it is very easy to say oh the adage people don't quit jobs they quit bosses that is often the case as it was with me and it will be with yours and if you haven't, you will experience it. Then there is that um, you can have three things in a job, but not all three at the same time. You must only have two. Pick two. I think it's good pay, co-workers that you like, and the job that you like. I think that is <laughs> three things. So for me as an example, I have a job I like, and co-workers I like, but I don't have the pay I like. And that's a very lucky spot to be on because it is not the most honorable job. I mean, not the most thing to show off to somebody. Like, I'm a surgeon, a doctor, an osteologist that is like, oh, ooh la la. But I'm like, I kill roaches. <laughs> they're like well i have roaches in my kitchen can you do something about that it's like sure can but that's it <laughs> and uh a job is a job it doesn't pay as much as i wish but i like it and i like the people so that's right there a lot more than almost everyone nobody it's so hard to have people you enjoy at your job or a job you enjoy. Most of the time, you're dead. Even those people who are getting paid all the money they want, but they don't like that job, they eventually just quit. 
regardless, even if it doesn't make sense. And I've been there again. There was this job that I like. No. Oh, hey, these cats. Nevi, what are you doing jumping up windows? That was weird. Yeah, I had this job that I liked the pay, I liked the people, um, but I didn't like the job, not at all. It's just, it put me into the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, something comfort zone, out of the comfort zone every day. And I don't know if it was the job, it was the whole thing, right? And I'll tell you, he was working in China as a kindergarten teacher to children that I do not speak their language. That's the problem. Now, yeah, I like the job. I enjoy teaching, but feeling like a baby in the country, somebody who didn't ever study in his life, basically. I don't know how to read. I don't know how to speak. No matter how hard I try, Chinese is impossible to learn. Well, those, those people who learn it, you are Jesus himself. So that job was always me outside my comfort zone every single day for two years. There's only so much I can do. I know they say be out of your comfort zone and I'll tell you sometimes being out of your comfort zone for too much is unhealthy. So you got to go back to something that is comfortable. And I went back to the US. <clears throat> but let me tell you that job paid good. I lived the American dream in China. I lived in skyscrapers. I went to fancy restaurants. I didn't look at the price of the menu. I bought anything I wanted, kinda. <laughs> Not everything, but almost everything I wanted because everything was affordable. And the pay was like almost the same as here, but um, it can buy you a lot more over there. So this is why I complain so much that the dollar right now is worth nothing as what it was. Because even in China, you can buy so much food. So you can go out so many times during the week. You can live like a king with a minimum US salary. You literally can. Or at least with even more than the minimum wage, you'll be a king. But here, try that. You're done. You're toast. Anyways, where was I going with this? The example of a job that paid good, like the co-workers, but did not like it very much. And that's a very broad way to say it because I liked... The job of teaching, don't get me wrong. I did not like the whole thing around me where I don't know the language, I don't speak, I don't read. I need someone to come with me everywhere I go as a translator. I need help just to set up my Wi-Fi, my phone, uh, anything. Some people like it and they stay there forever. But usually those people learn enough Chinese to get by. They learn the foreign language. So, all the money in the world or feeling like a king was not enough for me to stay. 
Nah, that's incredible. That's an insight right there. Something I learned about myself. Something you should learn about yourself at some point is basically what is worth it to you. Money. Money. Soul. Uh, or your well-being. Versus a place you like. What is worth it to you? And you'll find out with experience. Because I thought money was it. But no, because we all want money. And I try very hard to work for money. So why shouldn't it be my number one thing? Until other things are missing, then money is not the solution. As much as I want it and I crave it and I need it like an addict, I must let it go. For something else is out there for me. A lot of people say it, but it gets lost in the message. Uh, like when rich people say money don't buy happiness and I like to say depends what you buy. <laughs> and I still think that is true. But of course, when somebody of that level tells you that phrase, that's because they're going through something in their life or have gone through something and they realize that something else was more important for them that they couldn't live without. Even though I am cynical, because even when they say, I don't need money, money doesn't make you happy, they're probably still thinking in the back of their mind, yeah, if I still had a hundred, like I, I give up all my 500 billion dollars, but, but I think I'll keep at least a hundred thousand a year. And then, yeah, of course, money don't buy happiness. Yeah, $100,000 a year and I get to keep my health, my family. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Hey, guys, money don't buy happiness. By the way, do I keep my $100,000 a year? Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's how I feel like what goes through their mind when they say money don't buy happiness. It's like, yeah, I don't think they understand what it's like living on minimum wage. <clears throat> having what they want sure but living on minimum wage for about a year you'll be okay you'll be like hey this is the price to pay but then two years three years go by and you'll be like dying inside because no matter how hard you try you keep being beaten down to keep that salary <laughs> you know what i mean let me see another idea. It's like if you're working hard, you're working hard in the gym every day, but you're cursed. Somehow, you can never achieve muscles. You can never have the muscles. Never. No matter what you try. Well, however, you do get the stamina, the health benefits that you see on paper, like heart rate, blah, 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 blah. Um... But you just do not get the looks. You'll get everything else. All the other benefits. Mindset, health, depression. <laughs> but you won't get the muscles. That's the curse. That's me working as a pest control technician with a master's degree. Earning low wages. I'm cursed. I'm cursed. That no matter how hard I try. I will always earn <laughs> peanuts. Oh boy, I love it.
I know, I laugh because I don't really think I'm gonna be in this boat forever. It just feels like it's forever. Because time goes slow when I'm in pain. <laughs> but it's not gonna be forever. I know, I'm young, I'm this and that. There's more stuff to live for. Um, a lot more. You see, I got this podcast going right now. Maybe, who knows? I don't know. If this ever becomes something else than what it is now. But I know that this is not the life I'm going to have forever. In fact, this could be the best life I'm having right now. Tomorrow could be World War III and a nuke falls somewhere in Austin where I don't like it. Please, go nuke Austin. <laughs> and I survive because I don't live there. <laughs> and then I start eating rats instead. In fact... I stop spraying for bugs because I actually need the bugs to eat them and survive. So I no longer work as my beautiful job. But now I'm eating all these roaches and rodents on a stick just to survive. And I'll be looking back and thinking, man, I I yearned for the times I were, was killing these things. And now I'm eating them. And I thought that was rock bottom. And this is bottom rock. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is the best time of my life and I don't know it. Have you ever thought about that? The best time of your life, maybe it's right now. You don't know if a car hits you tomorrow. Huh. I have thought about that when I was in China living the life. <clears throat> Compared to now. Back then I was living the life, right now I wasn't. Back then I was complaining, right now I'm complaining. I know tomorrow I will complain. Every time I will complain. I think it's just part of me. Just gonna complain about everything. Oh, and I went to church and there's one thing this guy said this uh, Sunday. By the way, the dude had like a Versace suit and a Rolex watch, so... Preacher, what did he say? Uh, he said something about do not bring your problems into your environment. That's very easy to say, honestly. Who doesn't do that? That just believing is bringing my problems to my environment. But the ideological part of it sounds great. Like if you could just before you enter your house, you put all your anger into one bag, stuff it in there, put leave it outside, and then enter the house, and it's like, hallelujah, everything is pink and nice and tastes like color. That would be great if you don't have to bring your problems into your environment. So that was his message, and it's nice, and it's cool. Mm, and sometimes I think, maybe... Maybe I shouldn't be so cynical. Maybe I shouldn't be so angry. Maybe I shouldn't get annoyed so fast. But you see, I don't think I have control over that. <laughs> Who has control over laughter? When someone says something funny and they try to make you laugh and you try to hold it, but they eventually win and you crack. <clears throat> That's me going day by day trying not to get annoyed and criticize things. I just try my 
best. You, you get the idea. I'm not going to bore you with it. But you'll get my idea. Just like that. Just like that. Something annoys me. And so I created this beautiful podcast called A Free Idea so I could criticize things forever and get paid for doing it. By the way, commercial today for the Apple Watch. If you put my name, Damien, on the Free Idea podcast on Apple 3-4 code, you get no percentage off today. Just today. If you put that code, you get absolutely nothing. You get the item you purchased for the original price. And that's a great deal. <laughs> Thank you, my sponsor, Apple. <laughs> yeah, right. At episode 20-something. As if I am going to have my curse uplifted. Which I've started to believe. I do have a curse right now. I had a curse for about a year. That curse is, no matter what you do, You'll work this job and you'll get paid this salary. In fact, every month you'll get paid less. Ta-da. <laughs> and everybody will give you advice on how to get a job. And every time they give it to you, you'll say, I already tried that. I already did that. In fact, I did that times 10. I did that and I did not give up for a whole month. And in fact, just yesterday, I happened to do that. That's my curse. And I will take it. I will take my curse with dignity. I will become the best at my curse. I will do my job joyfully. I will take and enjoy my drink, my food, and my woman. According to Escalialatis from the Bible, those are the joys of life. Enjoy your struggle because it is yours and it is the only thing there is. And your drink and your foot and you know the rest. We read the whole chapter for about an hour. <laughs> it was great. I enjoyed it. I should do it again in a short version, but I don't know why would somebody watch the same video video again so that's what's been grinding my gears today yes every day something grinds my gears and one day i will grind the gears or i will gears the grind into the me <laughs> like flipping words like hitting two birds with one stone that is great, my favorite. <laughs> it's just something funny and childish about it when you change the meaning of things, right? You got it. Awesome. So I've been watching some comedy. Oh, I was watching a real one uh, for free. There was this event in Austin. You could go watch a show and it was the most horrendous, painful thing I ever saw. And it made me feel like I could be a comedian myself. Just how bad they were. They were extremely... They... Everybody had like five minutes to do their thing. 
and a lot of them you could tell that it was their first time or third time maybe their 15th time but either they were never out of you know public speaking like that was their fear they never got good at it or came up with something funny well there was one or two people that were actually funny and you could tell the incredible difference between that person who made me laugh and the others uh, and I was <clears throat> I was thinking about some jokes because everybody had books every time they went into the microphone they carried these notepads uh, actual books not the notepad the computer you see I have to say this because now we're in 2023 and Notepad, the word, can be a computer. Welcome, boomers. So these guys had notepads. And they were all different sizes. <laughs> it just was funny, honestly. Because every time another one came in, the book became bigger. <laughs> so I wanted to say things like, every time I saw a comedian stepping in, they had a book of jokes. But I have no book, except I have this iPhone, and it's the iPhone mini, and I will act like they're jokes. But they will be mini jokes. <laughs> something along those lines. Then I wanted to say something about how people name their cities, because there's no pattern. If you look at your map, no pattern whatsoever, no effort none just look at it sometimes okay sometimes let's give you an example of actual effort so san antonio in texas i don't know what it is but it sounds like the name of a general who knows maybe history right but it sounds like a person there's some history behind it austin same thing sounds like there's some history in the name austin hidalgo that's the that I do know is the history from Miguel Hidalgo, the revolutionary from Mexico. And then you have the beautiful and glorious city named Three Rivers. <laughs> and as you drive into this city, <laughs> you see the rivers. In fact, you drive on top of this very small bridge. And the, and the river is dried up because it's 2023, global warming. And it has a sign and it tells you the name of the river or they call it a creek. I don't know what it is now. To me, it's a desert. But it's literally called Three Rivers. So I'm thinking like the way that somebody just came up and <laughs> was too lazy to name this place. He just stayed asleep. Like, just to spend the night. And, and somebody asked him, what do you want to name this thing? And he just pointed one, two, three. Uh, I see three caves. Maybe I should name this three rivers. <laughs> just the absolute... <laughs> did not give a damn about the name. Talking about names, there's names of the streets that I like. That it looks like they put love into it. There's this name that they named after the Hobbit. The it's actually in Austin. I can't remember something Middle Earth. 
there's actually a street called Middle Earth. And if you <clears throat> continue in that area for the houses and you go into other streets around it, they start having names for characters in the book. And it sounds great. It's amazing. It looks like nerds decided to name this area and it was a good decision. Then there's another that looks very historic because everything about it is war. There's a street called Gunpowder. Then as you keep on going, it's called Gandling Gun or Gandling. Then it's war <laughs> or something like that. Battle something. The whole street you can tell is about a war. There's like a, a main idea into these streets' names. That's nice. So you have one for Middle Earth and you have one for war. Like Indian style with the old Wild West type of war. <clears throat> that is fun. That is somebody having fun naming things. A lot of times you have just names that are pretty random. <laughs> names of flowers or uh, things that you just see in the floor. I can't, nothing is coming up to my mind because it really did not make an impact into my head. How common these names are sometimes. And sometimes they're repeated. Mm, from city to city, they're repeated. I don't know what is that. And I found out, I've been saying I don't know a lot, which is the sign of a smart person, according to a random code in the internet. Every city has like the same street. So if you don't put a zip code or the name of the city before you type it on the maps, it's going to send you entirely somewhere else. And it has happened. And it took me 30 minutes away from my destination until I arrived. And let's not, not look like I remember. Fun story. Very fun. Very fun. So names of cities. And um, yeah, then I had this joke that I would continue and it would turn racist into one of those racist f jokes. And uh, it didn't quite work out. I tested it. And it doesn't make it doesn't make anyone laugh because <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad in the sense that it's evil. But all I'm gonna tell you is that there's some uh, cities or states in Africa that are named quite weird in the evil weird sense of 1950 style America. <laughs> that's it so yeah I tried my comedy I've never done it <clears throat> never tried I only try like at myself <laughs> and then I tell Charlene uh, and it's great but I have not tried in person sometimes I feel like I want to but I'm too lazy to actually sit and say jokes or like come up with funny things instead i like to come up with funny things on the go like right now and if something's not funny it's all right it's meant to give a silent laughter 
with them. Because there's nobody here. I can't see anyone's reaction. It's just me and this computer right here that says that I've been recording for 36, 35 minutes. Yeah, 36 now. And that's it. Nothing else. But it is beautiful. And you are here in my podcast to be entertained. And entertainment is what you'll get. I may not have a singular idea right now. I may not have it later. And I may never have it. But I hope you're still entertained. Because I have made 36 36 minutes of your time a little spicier than they would have been if I wasn't in your ears. And if one day I die, which will happen, and it will be glorious for the worms that will eat me. Then after that day, you'll be able to come back here and hear how crazy I am. And this crazy will not leave the world. This crazy will stay here forever. It will be here forever in another vessel. The vessel has chosen the crazy. Woo. Thank you and bye bye.